0: Welcome to more to come, P.W. Comic World's weekly podcast on comics and graphic novel publishing. I'm Calvin Reed, senior news editor of Publishers Weekly and co-editor of P.W. Comics World. Check us out online at PublishersWeekly dot com slash comics. Okay, we're um, uh, recording here. Uh, well, I want to say live from the floor of New York Comic Con, but we're actually in a in a much more subdued place. The media, the media off the road, uh, off the floor, um, hideaway. So it isn't quite as chaotic as it uh, as it is uh, normally. But I do have the great pleasure to be here with Jordan Plosky. He's the CEO of Comic Blitz, uh, a new, just launched. Um, digital comics subscription service. Uh, Jordan, thanks uh, so much for being on More to Come. Yeah, thank you for having me. Always a pleasure to talk, Calvin. Yeah, so um, this is an interesting space right now, Uh, digital comics, e-books, and certainly the subscription model is much in the news. Um, It's not a, as we were talking a little earlier, it's not a a big space, but it certainly is an exciting space. following the example of ventures like oyster which actually just announced it's going out of business but also its main rival scribd which actually launched um a significant category in into this comic space uh yeah maybe uh, yeah right earlier this year um i think they launched with about 10,000 comics anyway um tell us a little bit about uh comic blitz and what it offers to the fan
1: sure so comic blitz we just launched it was this past Tuesday, October 6th, so we're brand new, we're live. We're on iPad right now, so if you have an iPad, visit ComicBlitz.com and it'll walk you through the steps about how to sign up and download the app. Uh, We appreciate all the support we can get. We're a startup, we're trying to make waves in the comic industry, so right now we're starting with a bit of a limited catalog, but it's growing every day, every week. We're signing more deals with more publishers to bring more content to keep readers happy and sticking around. In regards to the entire landscape of, of subscriptions... It appears that now might actually be the time. Mm-hmm. So there are some that have come before us, such as Oyster and Scribd, like you mentioned. Sure. Mm-hmm. And we're learning a lot from what they did.
0: Mm-hmm. And can, I, can I interrupt you just for a second? Yeah. How, much, how many titles do you have? How much oh, does it sorry, cost? Sorry.
1: Yeah. So right now we've launched with over 2,000 titles. Mm-hmm. Uh, for users, it's nine ninety nine a month to mm-hmm. subscribe. If you sign up now. First month is free, so you get to check City it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get to check it out. No what kind of publishers,
0: what, what what can they expect to find when they get on there?
1: Sure, so some of the top 10, top 20 publishers that we have on board right now are Dynamite, Valiant, Action Lab, Aspen, Zenoscope. We have some children's publishers on board as well. Great. And um, like I said, the list keeps expanding. So okay. New York has been a great show for us. We've picked up some other agreements already, and we still have half the weekend left. And so, I mean, you could expect to see more announcements every... Week every couple of weeks every month you know so check check your inboxes hopefully check some press sites that are going to be reporting on it such as Publishers Weekly absolutely (laughs) well we're going to keep an eye on you
0: for sure thank you but yeah but I'd love to hear your you you respond to what's happening in the space now and how do you think that reflects on you you're a much smaller uh, venture I I assume you
1: have investors um... well we won't discuss the financials yeah we're we're good to go for a while okay um so the, the interesting thing is. Even though Oyster has stopped selling subscriptions, it really hasn't been said why that's happening. So, I mean...
0: There are a variety of theories. uh, Right. I mean,
1: one of the things might be that they were acquired by Google.
0: Well, that's true. That was certainly a theory. That's a theory. I mean, that's... That's a theory. What we do know, um, just on PW's reporting (laughs) and not my reporting, is that um, it's a sort of... What do they call it? An act hire. <laughs> right. all right. So they basically uh, picked up the executive team. Yeah, and, and, and their engineering, you're, you're, a bunch of engineering uh, personnel too. From what I, from what our sources are telling us, they particularly wanted engineers that had experience in the book space. Sure. Because uh, apparently that's not necessarily uh, a space where most engineers really want to. You know, you're not necessarily going to make a billion dollars. Right. It's, it's a select group
1: of people who <laughs> yes. are willing to work on something like that. That so, said,
0: Google does seem to be the kind of entity that would have the resources to launch this kind of and, adventure and sustain, and and sustain the model. It, yes. Absolutely,
1: right? But, yeah. Uh, and then you have Scribd, and you see the growing pains that they're going through. Yes. So it's, it's great for us to have come after them and learn from their experiences and kind of apply it to us. Because the the key word for us is sustainability, right? How do we keep providing the content that users want and keep getting users and not be losing so much money that we have to cut content or that we have to fold altogether? So it's a balancing act of what do we pay publishers? How do we keep them interested? Mm -hmm. The interesting thing about comics versus just the general book world and ebook world is we're not dealing with the same publishers. We're Mm -hmm. dealing with publishers who have content coming out every single month. If if an author is writing a book, maybe it takes them a year or two to write that one book, and that one book is their source of income for an extremely long time. Comic content comes out so frequently that the newer stuff pushes the older stuff off the shelf. So what happens to all that older stuff? A platform like us that kind of tackles the aftermarket and not competing with day-and-date books Mm -hmm. is a great way to create syndication royalties Mm -hmm. seen in movies and TV. So it's a way to monetize stuff that isn't really currently... Making the most money for these publishers, so it's a it's a little bit different than the ebook model yeah. because we're dealing with two different types of content: front end, back end. With with book publishers, it's all front end, basically.
0: Yeah. I, I'm, quite, I'm I'm curious though. I mean, I I don't expect you to reveal all your business sure. terms, but I'm curious. I mean, one of the criticisms of, uh, of Oyster certainly was the the payment model that it used. And, you know, sure. essentially, if you read a certain amount of the book, um, oh, yeah, the publishers course. were paid as if an actual physical book were sold. Right. Um, very expensive way to do it. Uh, there are other models for subscription service out there. Some publishers use um, on the book side. Some publishers use a, a pool, and they pay publishers based on the percentage of the pool. What, what, can you tell us anything about your your <laughs> I infrastructure? Know. I don't know if I should tell I should... <laughs> Well, you're the CEO. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I mean, mean I, I understand. I, like people I tell me, no biases. comment all the time. But I'm. If, but if you can give us a sense of the uh, here, here, here's
1: what I'll yeah. say. The way that we've structured it is very fair to both okay. our company and to publishers. Okay. There's, there's, no, there's no one that has to give up anything in order to make it work. It works as, as fair an idea as could be. Sure.
0: Okay. Um, oh, oh, I'm curious, on, on the content side, uh, so are you just offering access to the periodical series? Are they going to be uh, collected or whole graphic novels? Oh, so, well,
1: it depends on what the publishers have in digital mm-hmm. format. So, okay. Okay. We, we like presenting individual issues. We mm-hmm. feel that that gives more of a sense of reading a comic and reading a series of books mm-hmm. as opposed to if you have 128 pages in front of you, that can seem a little daunting as a task. But mm-hmm. if you want, you could read one issue and then go to something else, come back, read some more of yes. that series. But it, it's ultimately up to the publishers, how they want to present their material, how they have their material presented in digital format. Yeah. So some publishers only have graphic novels, mm-hmm. and they're not chopped up into individual issues. Mm-hmm. Ideally, we like the individual issues, but we're happy to take graphic novels because there's a place for that yeah. as well.
0: Uh, obviously. Um, well, you, we were talking a little bit about uh, services like um, Marvel Unlimited, uh, other, other things in the space. Actually, also I wanted to bring up uh, and I, I'll have to preface this be- because it, it's not a precisely uh, a- analogy to it. But Hoopla Digital, which yes. is a you know, which offers a you know a content borrowing service to public libraries. Yes. Um, but it's a, it's a cloud-based situation where they're the libraries paying per transaction. They're not paying a monthly access fee. But it is. I want to say that because Hoopla. They don't like it to be referred to as an ebook subscription service, and I understand why that's the case. Sure. But, well, it, where it does connect is that, you know, um, public library patrons who have a valid library card, uh, they can download the digital app, and they have access to thousands of 15 items, items of a month. Or something yeah, yeah, like so something right. like yeah, something like that. Uh, among that, most recently mm-hmm. they have launched in the comic sector yes. with some big-name publishers from Image to DC. They have. So, um... Now, how do you see yourself competing in this landscape? Well, the thing about that is
1: you have to have a library card. So
0: if exactly. you don't have a
1: library card, then you don't have access to any of that.
0: That's true. Now, I mean, that's and a pretty low barter. To...
1: <laughs> Look, you work for Publishers Weekly, so I'm sure you have a library card. And I'm sure Actually, that people... I don't. <laughs> I, well, there you go. So then you can't use Hoopla.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Right? If
1: you have a credit card, you could that's use true. us. So, And the way that we feel is we're, we're providing an extremely good user experience I mean we've seen all the other platforms that deal in the same space as us we're fairly confident that our user experience is among the top if not the best and that's that's not yeah I mean we, we feel very good about that that if you compared us side by side we would rank very high um I think that they limit you to, I think it was yeah, like, no, I think like right. 15 mm-hmm. items a month, which, yeah. which is, you know, that works. So mm-hmm. then that means if you read 10 comics and, you know, two mm-hmm. books and, and a, a movie or mm-hmm. a CD or something like that, look, it's a, it's a great service. Is it competition for us? Absolutely. The interesting thing about them is I don't know how they're getting the word out. I read all the comic websites every day. I never yeah. see anything about it. If I wasn't in the space, I probably wouldn't know about it either. So... That's the challenge that we all face, is spreading the word and getting the word out about it, but the limit, again, for them is if you don't have a library card, you can't access it. We're, and then I, you know, I, I can't be 100% certain of it, but we'll be going international soon. I don't know that this is a service that can go international. Yeah. So our platform for publishers is a great way to reach a larger audience versus just America, which most publishers have a handle on anyway.
0: So any, any special features in your interface that the people should know that obviously reading comics, you know, on various devices, you know, you want to be able to, to sure. optimize um, it in some way. Absolutely. I, th- I think it's, it's, um,
1: oh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh,
0: is there an e-reader or? Uh, I, well, th-
1: there is an e-reader it, uh, in the app, and the, oh man, what is the word I'm looking? It's very, it's a very intuitive uh-huh. app, right? I mean, you open up the app, and there's a list of books all right there, just like uh-huh. Netflix. So if you open up Netflix, there's movies and TV shows sure. listed for mm-hmm. you right away. Same with us. Very easy discoverability. Mm-hmm. Um, at the last page of every single book, mm-hmm. you could rate, review,
0: you could share it mm-hmm. on social media. You Do you could, recommend titles as well? Is there any sort of recommendation engine, which is another big part of these subscription services? At, services? Absolutely. That's something that we're going to be getting to
1: mm-hmm. once we acquire more customer data. We mm-hmm. can't really recommend something for you unless we're, yeah, we know that you you're, reading, sure. you're reading patterns and mm-hmm. habits. So once we get enough data on that, we can build that into a recommendation engine, which is about halfway built right now. Okay. We need <laughs> kind of that other half. Uh, so we're, we're on that. Um It's a binge reading service, so you can just read the next... I mean, you don't have to go to any other screens, leave the app, and come back and do anything. You simply push read next, and you're on to issue two, issue three, issue four. Um, Offline reading, we allow up to one gig, so it's not an arbitrary number of comics, Mm -hmm. because every comic is a different length, is a different file size. So if you could store one gig, that's what you can do offline. So
0: there is offline reading, of course, as well. there is offline reading. Mm -hmm.
1: There's custom lists, so you could make any sort of, like, an iTunes playlist. Mm -hmm. You could make any sort of reading list for yourself as many lists as you want Mm -hmm. i don't know if it's as many lists as you want but it's a (laughs) yeah it's it's enough to to make you happy as as a reader go get the gap
0: and check it out absolutely (laughs) yes (laughs) yeah uh well look this is this is an interesting development um you know you're you're sort of um in a in a forest of redwoods there i mean the people are into space they've got a big head start on you uh, but um, We are, but we're, we like the shade. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I know you at San Diego, uh, you showed me some of the, the interface. It looked really great. Um, you've got some good comics on there, so you know we're going to keep an eye on you for sure. Absolutely, and we'll, we'll talk whenever you like. All right. So, Jordan, thank you so much for being on More to Come. Yeah, thank you for having me, Calvin.